Hey, everybody. It is Kara McCarran from the She's the Owner podcast. And today is um, is going to be episode 19. And I'm going to be honest, because I'm always honest, but I'm going to be extra honest right now. Um, we're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, and we are experiencing this whole social distancing stuff. And I th- I'm not even, I, I, like the last podcast I recorded, I touched on it and I talked about how to stay in your feminine and all that sort of thing. And and today I'm going to talk a little bit more about that um, because I feel like it's important to discuss that it's a struggle right now um, for me and for Ken. It's, you know, and I know there's, I'm careful to say that we should always be in this positive state. It's not realistic. Um, it's realistic to get yourself in and out of it. It's realistic to learn ways to, once you find yourself, like you're not going to live there in this negative tailspin. And that's what I'm working on right now. I I have moments of, um, this morning I was pretty panicked, feel not, not panicked, but like I was feeling away about all of this. I was starting to think, holy shit, you know, for our other business, the content company, things are slowing down a little bit and I'm noticing it and I'm trying to respond to it in a way that isn't making me lose my shit. But, you know, if I'm, you know, I'm not into taking a billion steps backwards in my business, I know we'll be okay. We won't starve. And those are really the important things is making sure my kids have food and we have a roof over our head. And I know all those basic needs will always be met. We live in Canada and I know that, you know, no matter what our, um, political views are, I think we can all agree that our government is doing a kick-ass job in attempting to contain this and uh, to take and taking care of us. And I think that's something that we should all be really proud of. If you look around at other countries, um, it's not going as well in that regard. So I think it's important that we just acknowledge that. So it's not panic around that. It's more um, still this whole feeling of uncertainty. And that's part of, I, I wrote a post on it. Part of it is, even though I like uncertainty as one of my six human needs, Tony talks about those a lot. I do like variety. This is not the type of variety I feel like I'm signed up for that I'm even interested in. So that in that way, I'm, I am feeling a bit uncomfortable. And so this morning I started to think about, you know, the ways that things could really fall apart and I let myself kind of go there. And so I'm just conscious of, bringing myself back to a place of more peace and where I can feel a little bit more confident about my role and my husband's role in all of this. Um, And so honestly, I am having a harder time staying in this new role that I've discovered recently, which is sort of the backbone of all of the things that I talk about and and the ways that I'm becoming more and more in tune with my feminine uh, energy. And so the interesting part is that through this, I have noticed quite dramatically over the last two weeks that I have very much gone into my masculine again. And what that looks like for me is ugly. Like inside my self, it looks ugly. It's uncomfortable. I'm not happy. I'm not smiling as much. I'm not... um, definitely not as jovial and light, like the lightheartedness is really has dissipated. Um, I'm not moving my body as often, like just even in the house when I was really getting into this whole thing, 
I was, you know, just sort of more flowy inside my house and dancing and doing all these things. And that's gone. I'm a lot more serious again because I'm fearful. And I've, we've, Ken and I have had conversations repeatedly about this where I'm saying I'm starting to revert back to old patterns. My guess is I'm not feeling safe. So how can you step up in that area and make me feel safer? And he's like, what the hell am I supposed to do? I don't know. I'm, I'm doing what I've always done or what I think I've always done. And I'm like, well, it's, it's obviously not triggering me back into the safety mode, which puts me back into my feminine. So we've, we're struggling a bit. Like I'm sure uh, millions of couples right now around the world are because the reality is, is yes, Ken and I've worked together all this time um, alone at home, but again, we've had outlets and, you know, yesterday um, I went for a ride. So we live in um, a suburb of Toronto in the GTA and literally I just got in my car, blasted some music and I drove downtown um, to downtown Toronto and I just drove around and it was like, truthfully, it was really good. And I'm probably going to do it again today. I think I might even do that every day um, just to get out and just to see some different scenery and obviously not see any people. The city was totally dead. I think I saw two people, um, but it felt good to get out and, and, I just want you guys, ladies, to know that the cabin fever that you're feeling right now, we're all feeling it, obviously. Um, I know a lot of you, and I can name probably, you know, four or five couples that I'm close to who are probably feeling some version of this at this point. And we don't know when the end is in sight for it. But, you know, it's kind of at first, I think, I'm making an assumption here, but I feel like if I were, were somebody who was working out of the house and all of a sudden... I was able to stay home with my spouse, I might be like, oh shit, this is awesome for like the first couple of days. And by now, some of us have been in self-quarantine for like 10 days. It's a, it's getting to be tricky. And so first, I just want you to know, like even the people who like me talk about being in your feminine energy and, you know, we're I would say pretty grounded individuals and like, you know, this is part of our business is to make sure, you know, help other people with energy and, and, um, you know, coaching kind of conversations. We're feeling it too. So don't think that it's just you. And, um, we're all feeling, even, even the people who coach me are probably feeling it too. Right. I mean, that's just natural. We're starting to feel that itch. So it's, you know, I made some notes, Ken and I chatted before, because I was sort of thinking, like, what do I want to talk about? And I always want to talk about what's happening right in the moment, what I'm feeling in the moment, so that maybe this can help other women, other couples at the same time. And one of the things he said is to make sure to mention that, you know, um, it's okay if shit's fucked up right now, it is. And I know for me personally, I'm starting to have these oh my God, did I make, you know, is this really where I want to be? This is, and the other thing I want to mention is like, we moved all the rest of my stuff in yesterday from my old house, because um, as you know, my husband and I got back together and I moved a lot of my things in a month ago, but yesterday was like the final push. So this house looks like a, like Sanford and Sons right now. And that, if anyone knows me well, knows that that is a really, really stressful time or, or place for me to be. I, I don't do well in chaos I don't do well in clutter. Um, I did a an exercise about, oh, I don't know, four four years ago maybe called the uh, Kondomari Method where you, it's an excellent book. I highly recommend it. 
Um, it's the life-changing magic of tidying up. And it really was for me. And so since then, I've always lived that way. So when I was on my own, my house was really sparse. There wasn't a ton of clutter at all. There was a place for everything and it was very, very organized. I didn't have a lot of things, but now you've come, I'm combining that with someone who didn't necessarily, you know, live that way. And so there's a lot of clutter and I'm, and so that's adding to all of this anxiety and masculinity that I'm presenting with because I'm looking at things and I'm like, holy, I got to get shit done. I'm in that mode. But so, so that, that's sort of part of the whole, I think for me where I'm, where I'm struggling a bit, but just understand like this, everybody, everything is not okay right now. Like in terms of everything's okay, but not, everything's not really okay. You know, like I think it's important to note that. So our, our expectations of our men need to be, well, maybe expectations isn't the right word, but your the daily things that you have been doing, if you've been practicing any of the things that I've talked about, things aren't going to be exactly how they normally are right now. That's just the reality of it. Like Ken and I would go like a day for us in this new form where he's in his mature masculine and I'm in my feminine might be uh, going for a walk together, which we still can do, but going for lunches together, doing little shops together, um, just kind of like going about life outside of the house. We would do quite a few things. And like, those things are really tricky to do now. Obviously you can't just hop out and go for lunch. Ken and I go for lunch quite a bit. And that's our really important time to like reconnect outside the office. Um, So one thing I am doing that I, I um, haven't told him yet, but on Friday, I'm going to order Kelsey's. That's a place we go to constantly. We love it there. Their food is really good. If you haven't been to Kelsey's in a while, I encourage you to try it again. It's not um, it like it, it's a chain restaurant, obviously, but it's the food is, is very much homemade now and from scratch. So well done, Kelsey's. We love you. Um, we know all the names of the girls and ladies at our local um, restaurant. So on Friday, I'm going to order Kelsey's in and I'm going to kick the kids out of the area and make them all go wherever in our house. And we're going to have a proper date. I'm going to, you know, set the table really beautiful. I'm going to try to find some flowers somewhere quickly if I can run in and out of a store when I'm getting groceries or whatever. And I'm just really going to go over the top in creating a date environment in our house. It's my turn for date night. We've been slipping a bit because of this and I'm done. Like, here's what I feel. This is what scares me is that I really love being in my feminine. And the fact that I'm not right now is really scary for me. That's frightening to me. And so where I had to work maybe, you know, 60% to get into my feminine right now, I have to work 110 because it feels so far away from me right now because of all the shit that's going on. Um, so yeah, like one of the things is watching your expectations inside of your daily routines. They can't be the same right now. You know, if there's anything that your, your mate, spouse, boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, whatever was doing before all of this stuff happened, just be gentle and understand that it's kind of trickier right now. People are, you know, I know we're struggling to figure out a bit of a routine here. And so just be more gentle with that person and understand that like, maybe if he texted you cute things from work, he can't, it's harder. He can still do it, of course, but it's a bit, you know, it's a challenge right now. Everybody's a bit discombobulated. And so just be gentle on those daily um, practices that you've come to really 
enjoy and I, I guess expect, but um, just understand that, you know, things are kind of messed up right now. Um, one of the things I wrote down was um, ways that you can maintain some of that playfulness between each other um, is taking things back to the way they were before you, you know, were married and kids and all that kind of stuff. That might be a way to do it. Um, you know, writing notes to each other. I, I owe Ken and I write, we've started writing little notes to each other and I owe my notes. So when I'm done this recording, I'm going to get down to writing that to him. Um, watching movies together, but really intentionally, like don't just flop on the couch and be like, Hey, you know, make it intentional, like maybe send a calendar invite to your partner and just, you know, like put in the notes, love to, to watch a movie with you tonight. I'll bring the popcorn, you bring whatever, you know, um, just have a cute, like, obviously we don't want to make it seem like a business transaction, but it might be cute to do a little calendar invite for something like that. And again, you know, kids go to bed, right? So like parents that are going to say, oh, my kids are, uh, no, that's bullshit. Like I have four kids. I've raised four kids. I know what it's like. There's definitely, definitely opportunity. So when they've gone to bed, you're not going out and working, you know, your energy levels are going to be a little higher now because you, if, if you're at home, you're not dealing with traffic and all that other stuff. So if it means at nine o'clock, that's when you're watching movie, that's what it means. But just the two of you, you know, make, make a list, maybe make a list of a couple of ways that you, um, just things you like about each other, things that, you know, I love the way you wear this or just fun kind of things. And then share that note, watch the movie and just chill. But it's really important to be intentional about it. Don't just flop. Like I said, don't just flop on the couch. Um, what's another another way? Um, so one of the things that really gets us into our feminine women, ladies, is the dancing. So I know I talk about that constantly and I'm not even doing it. So today I'm going to put on my playlist and whether you can go in your room or somewhere private if you want to and just blast the music in a headphones if you need to that's to me that's the best way because then I'm really not editing I'm just so into the zone of the music that I'm not giving a shit about anybody near me but like spend a half an hour and it's good for your body obviously move around dance um I'm happy to share my playlist I've shared it with a few people and it's a little bit it's you know there's like some Rihanna on it there's some um Sarah Brightman on it there's some Tovlo um who else Halsey like happy to share it with you if you want. I'll, uh, I'm going to write a post soon, um, a blog post. So I'll actually link it in there so you can see what, what music I listen to. Um, and then here's one, and it may sound funny, but again, I'm doing this today. Uh, I'm going to watch 50 shades of gray. And the reason I would say that puts you in your feminine, I think it goes without saying, but obviously it's a really steamy movie. It's really romantic. It's sexually charged. It's a beautiful, um, excuse to watch some hot Jamie Dornan. I think that's how you say his last name. But in reality, like all jokes aside, it does put you in a certain vibe, right? And so I think, um, or nine and a half weeks for anybody who's like my age will remember that movie. That movie's like, it's beautiful. It's a, that's a beautiful movie. Um, super sexy, but really beautiful. And there's a lot of sadness in it actually too, but I love that movie. So I'm I'm going to make an effort to, and again, like when I say invite your spouse to watch a movie with you, maybe that's the movie you guys watch together. Maybe you want to watch it alone. Who knows? But I know for me, that kind of starts to get me back into my feminine. 
Um, so another, maybe like another way that you can, um, find a way to reconnect during this time with your, with your partner is board games. Like we bought crib the other day. Um, one of my best friends from childhood, Larissa, if you're listening, this is a shout out. Um, she taught me how to play crib. Like, I guess we're in our late teens, early twenties when we go to the cottage up in Grand Beach in Manitoba. And, uh, I love crib and haven't played it for probably since it's been a while. So Ken bought a crib board. We're going to play some board games together. That's just another really easy way to reconnect and, um, try to keep your sanity and, and try to stay connected with one another through all this. Cause it is, it's tricky right now. Um, and here's the big one. And I know I'm saying like, be together, be together, but I'm also saying it's okay to be apart. So if you can find, so really what that means is like, just find ways to retreat from one another. So, um, like, you know, I've got my own bedroom that's separate from Ken's. We each have our own, um, bedrooms. So for me, I'm, everyone here is pretty, we've got a full house right now too. My nephew is living with us at the moment. Um, so space is a bit limited, but my room is my room and everybody knows to stay the F out of that room. And so, um, having time in there by myself to meditate or journal or just watch some Netflix or whatever is important. And I don't feel guilty about it. I can flat out say to Ken, I need space. And he will say, absolutely. So, don't think you don't have to say, you know, I always want to remind people, you don't have to sound like, like be bitchy about it. Be like, Oh, I fucking need space. Like just say, babe, I need an hour and, um, I'm going to go and take that hour. And that's really all you need to say. It doesn't need to, there's no, there's no explanation needed right now. I don't think, but really just say, you know what? I need the space right now. I'm going to go hang out by myself. Can you chill with the kids or get everybody doing something and just take that hour by yourself. We've got the time. Um, and it's necessary and there's no reason to feel bad about it. I, I don't want couples to feel like, or women to feel guilty about needing space. Like shit, you guys we're cooped up together 24 seven right now. Of course you need space. Um, right now. Okay. So I think that's kind of all of, um, all of the things that I wanted to talk about, but know that we're all, we're all having a hard time, um, with it, but also there's like beauty in this and there's ways to, to find beauty in this. And there's ways to stay connected. If you're, if you're listening and you're following along with what I'm, what I've been talking about and really trying to work into your feminine, this is, this was, and Ken put it beautifully. He said, this is like a jolt to the system. This, immediate all of a sudden quarantine that we've all been put on. It's a jolt. Like here I am and Ken are just like beautifully flowing and finding all this, you know, reconnecting with each other, getting back together and like having so much fun. And I'm like, like this giddy schoolgirl, and it's so beautiful and I'm so grateful. And then all of a sudden I'm fucking stuck in the house for 24 hours a day with this guy. And it has triggered an old version of me and I'm not happy about it. And so when I'm feeling like that, I want, I'm thinking I can't be the only one. Like if you're someone who has been in this feminine energy flow and then all of a sudden there's, and it, it's not just being in the house, right? It's like the, the fearfulness of what's going on. It's, and again, I'm not worrying about food. I'm, I'm, or lodgings. I'm feeling the uncertainty of where, 
things are going and how long we're going to have to stay in this kind of uh, holding pattern. That's the thing that freaks me out more than anything. It's not really the business, although, you know, rebuilding that's if we had to, whatever, it's kind of annoying, but we know enough that that's probably not going to happen in terms of like how we're going to market ourselves and, and just how we pivot. But it's more of how long is this weird vibe in the world going to carry on? Because that's the thing that makes me feel stressed. It's not so much the other stuff. It's, it's that, but anyway, um, let me know if there's any topics that you want me to cover or um, anything like that. I'm happy to do it. I'm definitely going to be reaching out to some of the women that have expressed interest to be on the podcast um, and talk about how this current situation is affecting their relationship, because I think it's important um, to talk about and share so that, because I know for me right now, I was kind of starting to feel like, holy fuck, am I the only person that's feeling this way in this marriage that I said three weeks ago was perfect. Now I'm like, Oh, Oh my God, what the fuck? You know? And so, um, it's important to communicate. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm doing. So if there's anybody who wants to come on the show, let me know, but I will be reaching out to a couple, um, of my friends. Maggie is one of them. I'm coming for you, girl. You're going to be on the show very soon. So we can have a chat about this. Cause, um, her, she's a friend of mine from, um, the Tony Robbins community. And she's just an amazing woman. And she's very, um, she's a really solid girl, but super honest when she's feeling things that aren't, are less than perfect. I know she'll be honest about them. And, and I think that's the key is when we're talking to one another, it's honesty. We have to be open and honest about how this stuff really feels and not be worried about judgment or what other people are going to say, because this is life. And we have, we really, at this point, it, the reality is we, we're all, that's, this is it. You know, all the, all the other outside noise is kind of gone. Now we're just left with each other. And, um, so anyway, I'm going to have her on the show. So that's it for me. I hope you guys have an incredible day, big love, and, uh, we'll chat soon. Peace out. Hi, everybody. My name is Kara McCarran, and I'm the host of She's the Owner podcast. On this podcast, we're going to be featuring female founders who are at any part of their entrepreneurial journey. We will ask them the same 10 questions and see where the conversation takes us.